Skilly bebop, we rock steady over kicks and snares. So what you scared for? Unprepared for tunnel rascomatics, far from your average rabbits, new era. We rockin' super caps, breathing bricks, exhale train rails. City life better spot us with the nonsense behind us. This is how we do it. I'm just a hooligan, drunk off in the gym, spitting raw sewage, split cell movements, turnstile jumper, punk step up to get beat down bumper. Alias and bright colors, so bright, leave you crying like late night mothers. Hoverboard kick flips. Anyway, welcome to Strange Tales Matter Space, episode 71. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle themed episode. I'm Donatelli. That's exactly what... You're not Donatelli, you're the Rat King. (laughs) I'm whatever you said I was. (laughs) You're the the Rat King. You don't know who the Rat King is? Nope. He doesn't know what Ninja Turtles are. I know what Ninja Turtles are. They're they're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then one of them falls in love with a reporter who's like in her early 30s, which is gross. More like mid twenties, but yeah, yeah, fair enough. My name is Doc, and I'm with my awesome co-host. And every week, we bring you the news and views around the planet Nexus and WildStar Online. As always, I have my lovely co-hosts. Come on, I know you can make it through it. (laughs) I have Indigo Jones. Hey guys, how's it going? And a really bad. Someone's called TSA on him. (laughs) No. No. When you started to put that on your... Are we bad people? Where the first time, the moment you started putting that on your head, we were like, oh shit, don't do it. (laughs) I'm sorry. So I had to do something. (laughs) These glasses are actually really, really dark. So God damn it. Anyway. Good job. Uh, Krug, how was your week this week? My week was pretty good. Um, I am... uh, uh, turning tricks currently. That is my current occupation. I am turning tricks for <laughs> extra cash. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> had to pay for a lot of stuff, and now I don't have a lot of money, so I'm turning tricks. Um, so if anybody would like any backstreet <coughs> favors, uh, they can contact. Uh, you, you can consider it a business inquiry. Uh, contact Krug, C R O O G, at Q Times. That's Q U U E T I M E S dot com. Um, money, money is important. I take that back. I hope you get randomly checked. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, but wait, you're talking about just you just need you're just like I could use a little more yeah, time to do things. Money. Okay, that's, that's my life right now. Okay, just wow, that's a way to start off a show. Yep. Indigo, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. I uh, started a new job last week, um, which was a lot of fun. Had a great time doing that. Uh, played uh, a little bit of Pathfinder this morning, which I'm super excited about getting releasing the storyline to the group because uh, I've actually put a lot of effort into it. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was pretty much my week. Uh, what about you, Doc? Uh, I didn't. I played a little bit of my Esper. Got a little few levels in there. I've been working on just different side projects and trying to keep myself busy. I also watched all of Jessica Jones yesterday, which was a maze balls. Holy crap. Also, I might have a giant man crush on Luke Cage. No joke. Go watch that show, and how do you not have a giant man crush on Luke Cage? He's no Terry Crews, but goddamn, he's awesome. <laughs> Don't know any of these names. Go watch. Go Please, go watch it. It's on Netflix right now. Just That's all I did yesterday. It was like I was just working and then putting on Jessica Jones on the second screen. Oh, speaking of which, my computer decided it wanted to take a shit on me. I went to get lunch today and it no longer works. So I have to figure out why. Yes, he used his so motherboard my as laptop. a plate. So, mm-hmm. well, there is probably that whole the thing. issue. Yeah, the motherboards don't do well with teriyaki sauce. That no. and he used his graphics card as a cup. 
Right? It is soda. Exactly. So. Look, I have to mop up spills somehow. Yeah. Anyway. You mop up spills. We're just going to take it. We're going to take our time this week because really, we're really in no rush for this. We've already had a bunch of stuff happen this past week. And really, we have some stuff to say. So we'll We've got some rants. Possibly. Maybe. So, Guaranteed. let's move on to the Strange Tales of the Week. As always, production value top notch. <laughs> <laughs> we were no wildcats, but we make do. Yep. Anyway. First and foremost, last week we talked about how we had some new Lormageddon entries with Everdarkos and with Axis Phaedra. This week, they said they went to you guys, Carbine went to everyone on the subreddit and to the forums and said, Give us your paw. You're greedy, you're tired, you're yearning for more Lormageddon. Oh. And submit you your questions here. I was like, they didn't say that. That's not a thing they said. Uh, Look, there's a lot of Arn in this game. That's, that's all true. I'm saying. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're asking for questions, just like the first Lormageddon. Uh, they're asking for what do you want to know? Yeah, and honestly, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff, you can uh... <laughs> please take note of the first poster. What does the first poster say? Okay, wait up. Where is this? Uh, we we got this randomly here. Do-do-do-do. Questions. Oh, a ton of them. Besides Winter's Eve, NPCs, Noxtoberfest. I mean, eh, you know, we can give or take this Mayor Dismus. Mayor Dismus. It's Mayor Des, Des- Mayor Desmus Das. Uh, it's a, a lot of questions. That's weird. Yeah, it's a weird name. I don't think I could pronounce that. I, I and they don't even have an avatar on their photo. Yeah. So I mean, right? they're, they're probably new to the game. Yeah. Anyway, ask your questions. Ask away stuff you do not know from the game. Obviously, a lot of stuff. You can take the time to get the lore of the game. You'll figure it out. Rural scientists go nuts at the G key. Uh, but any questions you're curious about, like how do like we're all the children. Where are all the children, Pappy? Where are all the children? There are zero children, are zero children in this game. I want to see like little Granok babies running around somewhere. Well, they, okay, there are Granok babies in the game. There are? Yeah, the little pebbles on the ground. <laughs> wow, were you really not expecting that? <laughs> no. Apparently he really wasn't expecting that, everybody. I broke down. <laughs> So, while Doc is trying to regain his composure, that really wasn't that funny. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, so, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to submit them to the thread. Uh, and, and we will uh, look forward to the results of those questions. Indigo is not I hope that's... Have you I, hope, I hope that's the actual answer. No, I don't think that's the answer. I don't think that's going to be the answer. I haven't been drinking nearly enough to be... Yeah, no, I don't think... Where is your mic and where do you drop it? Because I, I love that answer. <laughs> drop Holy the crap. Damn. Okay, on, on a serious question, though. <clears throat> it's been roughly a year since we've had any real continuation of the story. We got uh, the Omnicore quest line that brought us a little more forward in the story. But uh, we've heard rumors of, of future drops bringing something on the table, but... Really, where where's the story? Like pushing the story forward, guys. I mean, we obviously we had reloaded as a game update kind of. It on, was maybe? not. It, from my they, understanding, it was not considered to be like a, a whatever ga- they're calling yeah. it. A game drop. Update. A game update. Yeah. Weird. Drops are now called game updates. Well, we did get yeah. one really important piece of story information that I think you kind of glossed over, Doc, and that's the cash shop. God damn it, Krug. No, no I'm giving you that, I'm giving you that one too. Some sort of lore to make that work, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, it's really it's all Protostar tied up. Wants your cash. Uh, I think, yeah, they've probably been focusing, focusing most of their attention on the cash shop and making that work. Like, and I know that. Ass. 
And I also know that uh, that Reloaded also pushed the time period of the drops. We used to be able to expect them roughly on a quarterly system every three to four months, kind of like they split the year up by, by in four parts. But uh, since we had the draw, since we had Re- Reloaded come out, I know they've kind of messed not messed it up, but they've shifted that like quarterly process. So it's not as clear cut as and easy to predict as before. Well, and it was but only still, clear cut and easy predi- to predict for like what two months? Yeah. Yeah, but it was on a real predictive path. Now it's kind of like I think they're going to have it in like March, probably with the next drop. I don't remember. And then and then they had another drop, which I, I don't know if it was just me not paying attention or what, but like their their drop was like, oh, by the way, we dropped. Like, guys, have some hype. Is season two it. considered a drop? I know Shades Eve wasn't really considered a drop. Shades, uh, Shades oh, sorry, Eve, game update. The 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 uh, uh, Cryoplex or the Thunderdome was considered to be their drop. Really? Yep. Yeah. There was no fanfare behind that. There's nothing there. Yeah. Like, like if you're going to give me something, that felt like a footnote on our show notes. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Like, if you're going to make this happen, you need to like this needs to be everywhere. There needs to be. Like hype. sabotage. Yeah, there needs to be hype. Make like a fucking strange. video on it. Like, yeah, they there got needs a little to be. Lazy. Yeah, it was just like, oh, by the way, here's this. Like, it, it, we. No, I, I had this he dog just threw toy something. thing. And oh. anyways, uh, yeah. So it was just like, it was nothing. And and I complained about this at the last time they did a drop, which was, by the way, we're doing a patch tomorrow. Cough, cough, oh, yeah. drop on content Twitter. Drop. It was just on Twitter, and they were like. By the way, cough, content drop, cough. Like, really? That's how you're going to release this? All right. Um, I guess we'll put that in the show notes. Like, tweet. to me, it's like, to me, it's like when they've been doing these drops, it's like, it's like, okay, it's ready now. All right, let's release it tomorrow. We got to get it to these people. It's like, no, like, okay, it's ready. It's good to go right now. All right, let's start I, advertising. I, I, I was going to make a sexy time analogy, but we've done enough of that the last two episodes. <laughs> so. Well, you know what episode this is? 671. It's Thank 71, you. which is two episodes away from 69. I walk, I, 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 <laughs> I built the door, I turned the handle, I opened it up, and I let you walk in. Yep. Anyway, speaking of Lormageddon, they did also have a live stream on Friday that was Lormageddon focused, so please go check that out. We have that in the description. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's a lot of little fill-ins here and there from the game. Um, uh, if if you've already been keeping up with some of the lore, if you've been following all the other uh, fan stuff and all the other fan sites and, and podcasts like Wildcast and Geeks at Nexus and Wildstar Core, you you kind of know what's going to happen in this this thing. But if you have a friend who's curious about it, pass it along. We'll give it to you. And also go submit your questions for Lomageddon. I want to know where how. Wait, here's a good question for for Happy Makari babies. Do they have babies, or they just make the? Or do they just make a Makari make and then insult the soul gem? I mean, I don't know. It's called the Soul Gem. I forgot the name of it. But is that where? So technically, they're little Makari babies. Those gems. So they mine Makari babies. That's no, no. Actually, what they have to do is they actually have to mine uh, Granox. Uh, and, and, and <laughs> no, no, no. Those gems are Granox. Crack poo. open their sweet juice. Every center. time Granox poos, he gives birth to a Makari baby. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out there because, really, we always do when they show up. There are game update notes. There's really not a whole lot in there. There, I believe, is a quick change to medics. I mean, as for... even Honestly, there's nothing much in there. I mean, medics, they had a... a, a medic yeah, fixes. it's all... Yeah, to reboot. That's about it. Additional sealed restores on now properly applied to the target. There's a few economy changes they made. 
And basically all that is is a segue into another note we have, which is the fact that the Protostar has now uh, discovered or brought, smuggled, or repurposed a new breed of Trask. Ooh. And hey, they look like they're they look like the nineties just vomited all over a Trask. I, I feel like I I'm, feel like I'm being really mean, but I'm not. I, I, I feel like I'm drinking Surge while I'm looking yeah, at it. Yeah, they do look like <laughs> a can of Surge. I said the same thing. I For feel like reals. it's if sur- if the nineties and just never went away and turned into a, an animal. It, yeah. I, I cannot believe I did not make that distinction. I'm gonna I'm gonna now, put a can of Surge up on the stream right now. <laughs> now, I'm not complaining. They look really, really cool. They look, yeah, they're like zebra green. Like it's it's pretty cool looking. They are the green jungle trask, which has a yellow and like dark blue, purple zebra stripes with green, and the toxic jungle trask, which are same thing as the green when said yellow highlights. They're red highlights. They're really, really cool. I do. I I do love the fact that it's like. They came from the jungle, and we put them in the desert. Like the photo is them in the like Sahara Desert, uh, but they came from the jungle, guys. So, yep. and at the same time, you actually now, if you like having these items, they can actually buy packs of flasks, which are like the flask of rest and relaxation, which is refreshes refreshes your rest and relaxation XP to help you with uh, faster leveling. Yeah, so they they have packs of one, three, and five, which are kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, really, they're just the new cash shop updates for now. Uh, in order to get them, you obviously launch your game, open up the storefront with the default key of U, I believe it is, or yes. the big N icon that's always lit up that never lights off. Forge Unless, UI. if you have to say, Forge UI. There's not even an icon there. that. Yeah. So definitely go check that out. You can, you can purchase them with Endcoin. Uh, I believe Omnibits as well, but I don't remember if the, tra- if the Trask mounts are going to have Omnibits. And if I'm not mistaken... These are, quote, these Trasks are practically exotic. So get them before they're gone. Yeah, and Tekken they're Daggers points... they limited time item, is what Doc's trying to yes. say. Through his Tekken, Tekken Daggers also uh, uh, does point out the awesome nod to Flask! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You'll gain so much ESP! Flask! Okay. I'm getting happy. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm 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 happy with that take. Uh, let's go on to the next track. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next track being, get out your knives, your pitchforks, your torches, people. So, I'm all for special snowflakes. If you get that Trask mount before time runs out, if you got the Z88 hoverboard, I believe that you know that's the signature of the time and money you have spent playing a game and showing off how much dedication and or cash you're willing to shell out for it. So for those of you that don't know, if you're a more recent player that didn't play in beta or that wasn't around for when the game was doing its first marketing push, which obviously wasn't a huge amount, they did a giveaway, I believe, with PC Gamer. Or they had a, a survey with PC Gamer. Yeah, you they got have, to they, they had four drawings of ideas for weapons that could be implemented in the game. And they But you uh, vote. Yeah, that you got to vote. And when you voted for it, whoever got the highest vote um, then turned around and they made it. Uh, but you had this is before the game came out. Uh, you had to have actually voted and had yep. your account set up and everything, and yep. it was only for that voting period. And whoever voted, regardless of whether the item you picked won or not, you got the winning item, and you got a coconut monkey decor item. So that item in question is a much sought after item, 
In fact, the code isn't tied to a person. You can actually give the code away if you so chose or choose. It is the famous or the very popular Rest in Peacemaker sword skin for warriors. Yep. For those of you who don't know what it looks like, it is basically a sword with really cool, like, soul effects swirling around it. And the not the hilt, the blade looks like a gravestone. It's cool. mm-hmm. it, a broken gravestone. It, it yes. is a gravestone but that vapes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a jab at me for those of you listening to the audio podcast because I do that. But the reason why we're talking about it is that just today, I believe, earlier this afternoon. Wait, they well, s- they, they, during the vote, it said exclusive. You will only be able to get this item. Oh, yes, they did in, say that. In this, in, by, by voting. And then I believe there were also conversations that individuals of us had with and we them. asked questions directly, said, hey, will these things ever remain exclusive or will they become available some other time? And we had been told these would be exclusive items and you wouldn't be able to get them any other way. Anything you got from an exclusive deal will stay exclusive. Cue this tweet right here, Krug. Get Coconut Monkey Decor and rest in Peacemaker skin from PC Gamer. Sign up and opt into the third-party email, pcgamer.com slash newsletter. Blah, 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 blah. So basically, in a nutshell, <sighs> you can get the item again. After yep. being told explicitly on streams, on Twitter, on Twitch, in-game, on but not website, just us, on and their PC website, Gamer's website, and PC Gamer's website. That this is going to stay exclusive. The fuck? Yep. So we're going to have a divisive segment here because I personally don't give a single fuck at all. I'm not no, you don't. the special snowflake guy. Like, if everybody has the item that I have, don't care. Don't care at all. I, and you know what? I'm cool with people having an item I don't have. You yeah. know why? Because that skeletal war pig and that goddamn DeLorean hoverboard are out there right now. I don't have it right now. But it's fine. If you have it, I'm happy for you. I'm going to have my sword. Nope. Well, and, 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 no, no, no. This is the thing. I don't care if it's a special little snowflake. I don't care if it's anyone can get it. The problem I have in this situation is the fact that they said you will only be able to get this this way. You will not be able to get it any other way. You have to do it like this. And so we ran out and we did this action. We got on PC Gamers newsletter. We made the vote and we did all of this stuff. And it was to support the game before it came out, you know, to get the get the news out there. And we did that. And we were told after that multiple times, it's exclusive, no other way. And now that's all a lie. And it, that opens the door for a lot of other stuff. What about all that money you spent trying to acquire a Snarflinx or a Glitter Kitty hoverboard or a uh, Marauder a costume set. What about those fancy pants codes that are really only available so long as the codes are available? I mean, yes, it's a slippery slope we're talking about, but this is the explicit door they all are behind. And you literally just opened it up and said, hey, you want a cool sword? Because you're all demanding it. After saying, well, you know, we are kind of cool with you guys being special snowflakes. That's why we're going to give you a, a mount that only lasts for four days and then it's gone. Well, that basically takes away any time that they say something is exclusive. It's you not can't. Tr- it's not exclusive yeah. because they have proven themselves. They have proven to us and proven that they cannot be trusted with that that term. Uh, like, if you're going to say that something is going to be exclusive and then later on give it away, 
it's not exclusive. Um, that that's that's the problem I have. And yes, I guess you could even go back and say, what about the Highwayman costume? That was only if you logged in for those four days. Yeah, but they quickly retracted that when they realized that those four days had so many issues that they decided to to change that wording. And they never said it was going to be that exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. I was actually on like three of those four days, and I was like, oh, damn, I only got some of the pieces. They're like, yeah, no, we had server issues back in beta testing, so we're going to make sure everyone that was available through that week got it. <clears throat> so someone in chat says, me being a terrible devil, devil's advocate, is it still technically an exclusive through PC Gamer? I mean, yeah, because you can only get it through PC Gamer. I mean, still it, exclusive. But no, 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 yeah. no, because the statement they made is you have to vote between this timeline to get they, this. They used it to get people to vote. They said, if you, like, the thing that you're going to yeah, give us. this was drumming up, yeah. The thing that you're going to give us is you're going to give us your vote. You're going to give us your opinion which is, like, the number one commodity on the internet is people and their attention and their opinions. That's the number one commodity. So we gave them our opinions, and then in return they said, we're going to give you this thing that people down the road won't be able to get, and then you'll be super cool. And while I don't give a single fuck about that kind of thing, people do. So after paying us, they then, like, a couple, like year and a little bit more later, they said, oh, by the way, that thing that we gave you, we're devaluing it. Basically. So it's like and it's, Indigo and I have a deal. I'm going to paint his house for 50 bucks. So I paint his house. His house is painted. Done. Can't take back the paint. Then he gives me 50 bucks. And then in like two years, he comes back and takes $25 from me. He devalues the thing that he gave me. And then I'm like, bro, where's my 25 bucks? That's kind of like, I think that's the mindset people have right now. Is, 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 am I totally out of, out of accuracy oh. with that or not? being accurate no no i don't think you're wrong i think for me people are like oh it's just only because you wanted to be a special snowflake but no this is this is you guys literally explicitly said time and time again this is not going to happen and it's yeah. for such an, a small item but it's, the problem is, is that cool it's a cool item but it's not that uh, now that makes me worried about other things not related to these items especially when you spent money on them like say the the tree the trio of items for box sale items I don't know. It's it. I, I know if in the oh past, like, this God. is shaking, this is shaking my trust in in, in this company. This Victorian actually robot really does kind of uh, says. I'm not mad, but I am also just completely baffled. Also, I know of a few people who spent a hundred plus dollars on eBay for that sword skin. Holy crap! <laughs> what the fuck? That is bananas. Yeah. that is absolutely bananas in my opinion. <sighs> yep, and I mean, there's there's Twitter's for it, and that tweet that that put that. That was posted in chat. It's not. Don't get mad at the person who wrote the answer to it. Uh, it's not their call. Sure, that was yeah, what they yeah, were yeah. told as well. Exactly. I, I don't know whose decision it was. Just know that it's not the item itself that makes a lot of us upset. It's the implications that can happen now after that make us upset and make us a little more worried. And yeah, this is a downer podcast. I do apologize if you're listening. It's just what else are we going to do? This is the news we're given. This is the news we're reacting on, and. If you want to call us a White Knight podcast, we've heard some people say that before in the past, you're kind of dead wrong because they're screwing the pooch. Yeah. I I, I mean, th- this is... Oh, did you see... I don't did, I don't know if you mentioned this out loud, but Moose posted a tweet of yours, Doc, uh, where you Yeah, that's what I was mentioning. Him, will exclusive items like the rest in Peacemaker make their way to the Legacy Shop, or will exclusive stuff stay exclusive? And to be, to be fair, she did say that she doesn't know, and nobody ever... No, she had an answer later on. I don't see that. If you keep reading, there's an answer. I don't see that. Anyway, while, while he looks that up, 
uh, we're, that's most of the news for this week, at least official news. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go on to some more community stuff from the strange tales from the community. As Krug just doesn't know what's going on anymore. All right, so you know how we've been talking about PvP Season 2 for a while, guys? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a really funny thing that happened with PvP weapons specifically. Uh, you can now cosmetically equip, I mean, at, at the moment, uh, weapons from classes not of yourself. Yeah! This is an engineer with stalker claws. This is a medic with a sword. Uh, that's it's, an esper with an engineer gun. <laughs> it, so basically, what it's a it's a bug, and I don't remember exactly how you replicate it. I've been told engineer. that you replicate it with buying all the season one PvP weapons and then turning them into costume pieces, and then they can now be equipped just as as costume pieces in general. Uh, this is also happening with the season two weapons, so keep that in mind as well. Obviously, this is a change that will not say yep. this change. <laughs> Is going to be patched out real fucking quick. Oh, I will the, say con- Consecrated Blades. Is that the Esper ability that makes your weapon? Concentrated Blades. Yeah, I think it's Consecrated Blades. See? Uh, yeah. That looks hilarious with the Engineer Gun. It's just oh, two yeah. giant Can you- Engineer Guns. And actually, I was reading through a Reddit post about this, and one of the people in Reddit said, my spirit animal is a gun. <laughs> I was just like, hey, that's totally what Look, it looks like. I, all I could think of with, with the consecrated, consecrated Blades is two things. An Esper wielding a warrior sword with consecrated blades. Oh, it's right. gonna be the scariest shit ever. <laughs> and then also, if a, if an Esper is du- is using pistols, you're literal pistol whipping somebody now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome it. is that? It's the best bug in this game I've seen what? in a while. And the best thing about that ability is the weapon starts moving slowly and then it speeds up. So I want to see a GIF or a video of that gun just. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. I mean, the best part is you kind of get to see classes and races that don't typically use those weapons use them, i.e. Granok, Granok's with claws, Chua's with claws, uh, I believe, are, are Arn's warriors? I forget. Can Arn be warriors? I don't think warriors? we have a photo of it, but... I don't remember. I haven't played an Arn in a long time other than Oh, are you Asper. asking if in-game? No, Arn can't be warriors. No, they can't. So Arn can equip weapon Cosmetically, they can equip yeah, swords see, now. It's sword. really cool. Yeah. It's it's pretty sweet. In fact, today, uh, through Thetavest, I saw an Auron use a warrior sword, and I was like, wait, what? And I had to think about it and go, oh, 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 it's, it's the bug. And that new sword is freaking sweet. So if you get a chance, check out these check out these pictures we were showing in the links described. Uh, if you can, they, from what I've been told, only work with PvP Season 1 and 2 items, but don't expect this bug to stick around very no, long. This is going to get patched out quicker than Real a quick. bunch of other bugs that should be patched out first. Yeah, yeah. This so one should just stay. They just should let this <laughs> in as just a funny fucking thing. They're you know, like, well, I would you know, say this that is really dumb. But they yeah, should I would say PvP that. PvP instances because it kind of that's what I was gonna say. PvP instances. No, it's broken in PvP. It's super broken in PvP. Think about it. If you if you're running around as a botless engineer wielding dual pistols, you've literally given yourself such a major psychological advantage on the other team. It's not even funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I said about costumes, though. But I dis I, like I I take that back. Like I used to say. You know, oh, being able to costume in PvP instances is bullshit because I, I can PvP believe in uh, in engineer armor and then be uh, um, a spell slinger. You know what See, I mean? Like, I still believe that though because honestly, silhouettes are important for PvP because yeah. when you're reading that silhouette first off and you've played the game enough, you know what to expect from a silhouette like that. Now, yeah. if you're running in as an esper with a warrior sword and you're a, a class that could be an esper or a warrior. 
that gives you enough of a, of a time of advantage when you meet someone. Say you're in three v three arena, they read Esper Esper Spellsinger, and they see an Esper with a sword, and they're like, wait, what the fuck? That's that is the amount of time that Esper needs to get the drop on them and yep. give them just enough of an advantage. Yeah. So. I don't know. An engineer going invisible. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Stuff like that. I'm not saying it's... If you want to keep that bug, I would say disable it for PvP. Right, That's the only thing I'll say. Because the weapons are core for silhouettes. A warrior a warrior with a, like with uh, pistols. And so you think it's a spell sling. And you're like, oh man, I'm going to stay away from that. Like, gotta They're literally pistol whipping you to death. And then, it, and then it uses its innate, grows to like twice the size, and leaps at you. And you're like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I, that'd be cool for like fist weapons in the game. You're literally pummeling somebody with the butt of your pistol as a warrior if you're wearing that in PvP. <laughs> but oh, then I, so I, go ba- I go back to, like, okay, so there's this bug where they can attach these weapons and they have them. Uh, and, and we know that this can happen, this exists. Uh, the re- main reason that we always get about uh, why Chulas can't be warriors is because it's a lot of time for animations and stuff like that. I wonder if it's actually that difficult. Like, I, I-, I don't know because I haven't ever done this, but if if they, when you carry a gun or when you have a gun, you hold it like a gun. Yes, whether but you're you still, you still whether, use your animations for your class, though. Correct. You use your animation class for your your weapons, but those animations exist. I wonder if you could just change the skeleton to based off of the human uh, the, the the size of the character. You know what I mean? I have no mm-hmm. idea. To be one hundred percent honest with you, I don't know. And I mean, hitboxes in this game aren't too complex, are they? They're like they're on the ground. Like, the no, problem is, isn't with no hitboxes; it's with y axis to the hitbox. It's just are you in the oh. Technically, yeah, you can jump over some things from the environment. Well, that, that doesn't have to be... As, that can just be, am I on the ground, check yes or check no. It doesn't have to be, like, I'm this far off the ground, so I avoid But in, in PvP, it doesn't matter. Like, That's, yeah. If, yeah. If, if I swing a sword and you jump over that area, if, as long as you're in that area, right. whether you're... So I'm saying it's below, a two-dimensional hitbox. Yeah. Like, 99% of the time, it's a two-dimensional I mean, if you're on, like, a whole nother level, like in, like, Walatiki, where if you're in the bowl and you're using an ability, it's not like it's working on the, the level right. above you. But I don't think that's a hitbox thing. I think that's just a, like, distance between the the telegraph and the hitbox. Like, I don't think yeah. that has to do with the actual hitbox. But anyways, this yeah. is all super, super speculative. And oh, yeah. I mean, far be it from this... <laughs> I don't think this bug is going to cause them to, like, expand what classes a given race can be. I don't think it's gonna. No, I just hear, I just, I just hear and smell, cash shop. (laughs) (laughs) What if? Hey, you're telling me that you don't think people would play a Chua warrior if they could buy it in the cash shop? No, I'm saying they would, but I hate you for bringing up the idea. Well, excuse me. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If they ever expand the universe in additional classes or characters, I guarantee you they're going to be in the cash shop. Oh, you're so right about the class part. I hate you so much. Anyway, let's move on to some housing stuff. Yay! Because that just, that hurt me. So we brought back Idesinia's videos again, because as always, it is awesome. And he's coming back with Kala Bloodworns... Kala Bloodworn... Yeah? Is that that what it is? Nope. Kala Kala Bloodworn. Bloodworn? From Javid, Dominion side. 
It's called the Hunting Grounds. Now, uh, uh, just uh, Kala ca- uh, Das Moose. What? Das Moose. <laughs> so we were, mo- we were messing around with Moose, but Blood and Blood Warn Warn. That what the hell? Anyway, Blood Warn. You? No, that's not right. Blood Warn. No, it's Kala Blood Warn. It's not even that hard. Yeah. No. Anyway, the reason I wanted to highlight this, obviously, because the housing from our EU friends, but this Blood Hunting Grounds kind of tells a really fun story. I mean, it's not an obvious narrative. But there, you get stuff like, uh, the, like the, the fishing scene inside the river. The, all the, all of the water effects are used to amazing, amazing degrees. It's a hunting lodge and a spa and a retreat, and there's life in there with NPCs. It's super freaking cool. It is really cool. I mean, this this week we have two houses that we're showing off. One for our EU friends and one for Thade Fest. And they both just utilize this extra 10% space we have in, in here so, so, so well. Uh, so this is the hunting grounds from Call of Blood, Blood Worn. Yeah, it's really creepy looking. It's one of the houses in the game that uh, I like because it doesn't feel like it's player built. It feels like it's an instance. Like, yeah, it could be It's it just be designed in really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. The layout was designed this really, is, really well. This is this reminds me of like the parts in Celestian when you went into the trees and you see like all the stuff in the trees. Uh, it reminds me of just the little hidden crevices in the world that you could have a hidden hunting ground retreat like this. Yeah, this it's, so it's hard to take note on another level. Yeah, so there is that, and we have another house we'll talk about a little later. But I wanted to bring up this fun fan art real fast. This is from Nocturnal Muse, and they create knitwear or knit plushies. In this case, the I'm calling them wild yarns because. Why not? Oh, I didn't branding. think of that. That's good. Wild yarn. It's branding, buddy. Anyways, they're fucking adorable. <laughs> yeah, they crocheted a ton of... They crocheted cubigs, uh, walking carrots. I forget which creature that is. A little owl. A roused hour, which is adorable. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, that is a squirg beanie. Yes, the squirg beanie is my favorite. Especially the photo of the guy with the big old red beard wearing it. <laughs> that guy. It, it takes over his entire face. It is amazing. I want to. I want a squirt beanie. Yeah, these are all you know. Great. Carbine. Do you know? If even, this is, t- do you know if they're being sold? Not, I don't know, but the squirt beanie is not just a beanie. It's a squirt beanie and a scarf at the same time. It's awesome. I want squirt beanie. Come on, now it's so cool. I'm not buying it for you. Oh, but Christmas. Nope. Krug. I'm getting you what I get you every year. A, an, whipping, a whipping a, and a negligence? Yes, a an whipping An invisible negligence. $10 gift card to Best Buy. <laughs> an invisible, the five-finger discount? I'm getting you a five-finger <laughs> discount to any store you want. So please, go look up Nocturnal Muse. Uh, I believe we'll put the link up for not only the the Imgur the uh, album, and also the link to whatever we can find for her store or whatever site she uses or he uses. Go check them out. If you can buy one, buy one. I want a squirt hat. That's so cool. So, so, so awesome. As for some more community news, I wanted to highlight a video from a, um, I don't know what to call him. I mean, he's just a reviewer. He's, he's also a, a content creator on YouTube. Yeah. Not necessarily you, Wildstar specific, but, uh, uh, one that I find entertaining. Yeah. The Orange Hatter. So we brought it, we brought him on a few times before, like his videos, and he's got a good mix of humor, and he's got a good mix of insight. He's really good at picking up on stuff and and being and being insightful and informative to people. So he's been doing Wildstar Weekly for a while now, and he's this week he's talking about when players get, should be getting ready for dungeons. I mean, a lot of free to play players and more recent newcomers of the game 
understand how daunting the dungeons get as you go through. And at 50, people are like, oh, crap, do I need to have... Do I need to be over here to make dungeons any worthwhile and whatnot? And this thing is, you know, no, you don't really have to. In fact, it's best if you just do them when you're supposed to and just go for the challenge because that's the point. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be hard. It's going to be fun, though. And it's going to give you that intense amount of satisfaction when you're done. Which we've been playing for over a year, and we still get all pumped when we take down a boss. Yeah, and he he points out an interesting thing that I've actually never heard before, but maybe that's just because I don't, like, look into the meta the same way other people do. Uh, I tend not to, like, look at what theory crafters say. I just play what I find fun. He says that you should aim for a gear score of 68 before you go into veteran, like, the first veteran dungeons, uh, like Skullcano, for example. Uh, which is interesting. I, I'd like to see, you know, people's uh, luck using that number. Like, uh, get well, your gear score to 68, is, hop into a dungeon, see if it, you can, you know, power through it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, aren't 80s roughly, like, the end game dungeon items? And then you get into higher-ups with that. And then I believe 62 should be something you'd easily make if you're doing your uh, ship hands and your adventures. Mm-hmm. That should be a mark that should be easy to get. So what right. he's really saying is... You know, do adventures and do ship hands like you're kind of supposed to, and it makes dungeons a lot easier than just going in blind. Right. Granted, you can go in blind and get massive upgrades, but you're gonna have a hard time, especially you're gonna if you have aren't... a bad time. Cause... That's what exactly, I was thinking the exact thing. <laughs> gonna Espe- have a bad, <laughs> yeah, time. bad time, especially if you aren't really paying attention to the mechanics, and the mechanics will kill you real fast. Yeah, that's another point but... he makes. Is there's he he points out two different kinds of like boss mechanic. One of them is like a numerical challenge and the other one's a mechanic challenge and he explains like when a boss just hits your tank really hard and you have to like you know he has to have a certain amount of you know defense and the healer has to be able to output a certain amount of healing and the dps has to be able to kill the mob within a certain time that's a, and that's for that's more a fights like you're challenge. seeing on the screen right but then the other type and he you know credits wildstar with doing this really well which i agree with is a mechanical challenge like for example if you don't interrupt More this ability, you lose. If you if you stand here during this, you die. Like so, like you have to be more aware of what's going on. Versus, I need to be able to min max my character in order to beat this boss. Which yeah, is and you, like and ninety percent of, of Wildstar fights. And for examples of those two bosses, the numerical challenge is, is stuff like Aethros in Skull in uh, Storm Talon, oh, which is just is pretty totally much a mechanical challenge. I mean, compared to other. Compared to other bosses, I believe he's more of just a numbers thing. You gotta kill him fast, especially when you're coming into the interrupts part. But more like me- mechanically challenging, Mordecai Redmoon. Regardless of whatever issues That's we true. have as a group, I'll go uh, like uh, in all of all 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 of Sword Maiden. That a lot of those things are just crazy mechanics that are really fun and you have to be attentive to, or else you're just gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a bad. Gonna time. have a bad time. Yeah. Anyway, go check out Orange Hatter. He also has a really funny review up on Blade and Soul, which, I mean, briefly, Blade and Soul, if you haven't tried the beta out, go try it out. It's available next week. Uh, combat's fucking awesome. Uh, if you like Wuja and Kung Fu, it's awesome. It's no Wildstar, though. Just saying. If you want to see our first impressions, head over to QTimes.com, where our own rabbit has actually given a review on it. Spoilers, torpedo boobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, the jiggle <laughs> physics is just bananas <laughs> in that game. It's, it's I'm so nuts. happy that's not what Wildstar looks like. <sighs> I mean, we can talk about it a little bit after the show. So I'm down. It's, it's pretty awesome. Anyway, some more community news. Geeks and Nexus episode 25 is back. It is just Jazzy and Draycast this week. Always go listen. Those two are great. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say from the episode. It was just fun to listen to them. And, I mean, Draycast has a whole bunch of cool stuff with lore, and Jazzy is everywhere. 
So <laughs> you really can't escape her as her just cold grips of content creation wrap around you. That's you very depressing. To everything she does. Although, if it, <laughs> I'm, I'm if kidding, it chokes I'm Indigo kidding. right now, I'm totally down. Jazzy, do it. Jazzy, choke Indigo. Choke Indigo with your videos. Harder! Harder, Jazzy! You're <laughs> almost there. <laughs> Finally, we can get a new co-host! Yes! For once, I'm not <laughs> the one being replaced. Hooray. Thank you, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> and Wildcast episode 76 is up. They also kind of went on a bit of a rant this week. And it was about a different to- a topic than what we've gone on. So give them a listen as always. Go listen to Geeks and Nexus. Go follow those guys and give them all your lo- give them all your love and support. And uh, last loving but loving you, yeah, we have it's so because you're beautiful. Wow! I the actual fuck that was good. <laughs> that was that was impressive. Anyway. So, obviously, if you're listening and you're watching, it's like, wow, we've only covered 40 minutes. There's a whole whole lot of news this week. At the same time, I wanted to just touch up on something kind of freaking awesome. Uh, Fade Fest 3, Fade Palooza, happened this afternoon. It was a small but fun intimate affair. They did costume contests, as always. They did uh, the foot race track. I was there for maybe roughly 45 minutes or so to help judge the costume contest, which was really, 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 really cool. I have pictures that uh, I took from the costume contest, the winners, for in order their scariest, uh, their silliest, I believe best female, best male, and best overall. Sorry it was dark, it was actually nighttime when that happened. We don't know why, it just randomly went to nighttime, it just kind of did. So Carmine wants to fuck with you. It, it was super cool, everyone had amazing costumes, and the next set of pictures you're going to see is where they took the foot race. It is called, oh my god, um... Entity steeplechase. So this thing is awesome. It's a racing track and it's a club area. So if you don't want to participate in any kind of races at this place, you would just take the middle path and you enter when you enter there's like three paths. It'll take you to the skybox with a 360 view of the entire plot. They have a, they have the deep they have avatars DJing there, they have tables, you can RP your fantasy out. But if you wish to death race, they have a literal maze and racetrack you can race on so i was talking to krug about this earlier today walking through it and taking pictures and i said you'd be really fun if someone was doing a foot race is if they had like branching paths with different difficulties and there were like cool obstacles in the way and it just it would it would give people like the the choice to choose whether you know maybe you made the right choice quote unquote or the wrong choice quote unquote especially if you like kind of fall off you can find another way out and traverse through the area Lo and behold, as I'm saying this, I hit the first fork in the road, (laughs) and I found it. This steeplechase has three themed rooms, or four themed rooms, uh, like planes, uh, water, temple area, uh, uh, fire fire planes, and like jungle area, and sorry, I'm I'm horrible. Fire (laughs) planes. Water planes. Water planes. Jungle planes. Stakes on a plane. (laughs) And when you enter each part of the track... You literally have a choice of one of three branching tracks. One of which will be a fairly straightforward, but not perfectly easy, a tube route you can take. There is a kind of more straightforward route gives a little bit of obstacle hopping. Or, if you're unlucky or just want to prove yourself, there's another third track, which is probably just balls nuts, hard to traverse across. Balls like, you have nuts. tiny... It's, it's Balls nuts. Balls nuts. 
<laughs> it's it's difficult. It, I I tried doing some of them and I was like, this is actually really hard to do. Uh, so I tried to do it on mount. It's really hard to do it on mount. Either way, I love the fact that it was something I was thinking of that that the steeple chase executed very 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 well. Like the Firelands portion of that track, you'll see the, a picture of it, like the general overview. They have the obvious tube route that kind of like takes you over and around, and then. Uh, the the middle of the ground thing was like a, a little hopping puzzle. You just had to hop between little um, ha- full circle rings of half pipe. But then the hard route was hopping on columns. You had to column hop and chain column hop. Which if you if it, and it made it very obvious me doing it that you kind of had to keep a certain momentum going, mm-hmm. or else you would you you would miss time a jump and you just fall into a spike pit, and you got to start off at the beginning. Bump bump. It was pretty cool. It's definitely challenging. I, I would think after like one or two races, though, obviously people would figure out, oh, this is the optimal route because the tubes. But for what it is at that point in time, it's super fun. And this is a unique part of housing that I want people to take more advantage of. Obviously, telling really cool stories with stuff like the hunting grounds are great and showing off amazing set pieces are really cool as well. But it's stuff like this, and you take in, like, the, if you try to combine it with, say, like a hoverboard races or something, uh, this would and maybe neighborhoods when they finally come in, you could take full advantage of that and create these amazing, breathtaking routes. I mean, this whole, the steeplechase was great. It wasn't just like, oh, it's a backdrop of, like, water. No, the environment is the track. Yeah. It wasn't just, you're just going to run through it. It was really cool. Like, you actually lost your way in the very beginning because you had a ton of tall grass. And they had one or two arrows per route or per room that showed you where to go. But for the most part, you had to figure out how to get from A to B yourself. Which is totally the way it should be. Yeah. It was super, super fun. I wish you guys would jump in with me on that one. I believe... Oh my god, what is the name of the character who did it? I'll put it on the show notes for at the end of it just because. But uh, I had a question for you guys. We talk about this a little bit because this is something I've seen more and more of. And I've also seen people discussing it here and there. And I don't believe we fully talked about it on STOS. And it's kind of like a little rainy day topic because it's a little, uh, little slow on news this week. So, what other quality of life improvements do you think Carbine can do to make Wildstar a bit easier for its players? Now, we've noticed every drop or every game update I, or any kind of major update, they kind of streamline things a little bit here and there. They kind of uh, roll stuff in, and they, uh, they, they, they make it a little easier for us, I guess you'd say. Quality of life improvements is what they really are. And some have succeeded wonderfully, like a junk button. You mm-hmm. wouldn't think about it, but it's phenomenal. People love it. Some of them not so much, like say uh, a Who tracker. Yeah, that's a giant waste of resources. Yeah, that's horrible. Is there anything you can think of that would be a great quality of life improvement well, that we hold, haven't quite oh, seen? Ho- yet? Hold on, the 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 Who tracker was important to prove that there were other people on, because you <laughs> may be in, you know what I mean? And, that, <laughs> that's and, it, true. and it came out at a time where it was like, uh, oh, where, there's no players. There's where's no everybody? Players. And it's like, no, 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 there's players, see? Uh, so that's why that came out, I'm just saying. Oh, I found it before, well, you guys think about it a little bit more, but for the housing plot I was talking about, it's Castari Vengor, and I'll put that in chat as well. So if you go into game and look and go into Exile Side Entity, look for Castari Vengor's house, that's the steeplechase. So this question it's that amazing. you're asking is, like, totally off-the-wall, like, pipe dream status, what you want them to add that would improve the game, right? Yes. Why are you laughing? Indigo. Indigo. 
Anyway, sorry. Why are you laughing? Not not so much. It's not off the wall. What can they do to change it? But like, what are things that they can do to make it a little easier for players to to play and like enjoy their game a little more? Voice things chat that, like, and instances. Actually, that's not a bad idea. I didn't no, even think about that. No, it's not a bad idea. It's a wonderful idea that would make every single instance a thousand percent smoother. Now, to that argument like, that Connor is trolls. I don't give a fuck. Every game has trolls. You can if you can mute people. Then it's yeah, that's why that feature's there. Voice chat and instances. So much instead of ty- oh, can you explain this boss fight to me? Yeah, let me spend an hour sitting here. Typing yeah, there was a or there was an add-on that we were talking about specifically to s- explain this fight to you. Like, or or instead of that, we can just all be in voice chat together, and then when an ability needs to be interrupted, I can just say interrupt. Done. Problem solved. Uh, honestly, uh, honestly, if. I don't necessarily think the importance is to make it easier for new uh, players. I think the important part of an MMO and to stay competitive as an MMO is more content. More content, more content, mm, more okay. content, more content. Because this is the thing is, is that uh, the biggest competitor out there, the, the, the people that have a tremendous amount of following, like that cup that you're wearing, uh, that you're drinking out of, World of Warcraft, uh, the reason why they're so popular and that anyone can start the game and start playing is that they have 10 years of content. Like, if I get bored in one area, I can just go to somewhere else. and I can, You know what I mean? Like, Or if I hit max level, there is... Uh, like, if you hit max level as one race, you have completely different zones that you didn't even go to as other characters. So, adding content. I, okay. I, I think... I think I mean, inst- instead of making it easier for players, I think just continually just expand it. Luna says fishing, please. Lol. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, obviously, we obviously we can ask that question again about kind of content. We'll ask that in a future thing. But I mean, I, I could see that you'd make that quality. Where I'd rather have instead of a more refined game, give me a bigger game. I was yeah. gonna say, honestly, a big quality of life would probably be around runes. If because if you're a, if you're a player that's just coming in and not doing the research on runes, you're like, I don't understand this giant wall of things. If there was some kind of a, a tutorial or even like a highlight, you go into the runes page when you're crafting new runes, and it's like there's a little highlight. Like say you have a list of four runes, and one of them is like shinier or like a different color, and it's what's it like recommended. And it's not saying you have to get it, but saying hey, you know, you are a healing esper. We think eh, as a basic game guide. But you know, maybe you need more of a focus pool. Yeah, and you smite go, no, not really. I really, really need well. focus. So smite. Yeah, it's, it's has, a MOBA thing. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, smite has like, and um, yeah, this is probably every MOBA has uh, a store that you can buy items in during the game. And if you like, by default, it'll buy items for you. Like you actually, once you're in the area in which you can buy items, it'll just buy your next item. And they're like, yeah. they're meta focused builds for that class in their most common role. So, for example, if you play a god that's normally played as a jungler, it'll build it as a jungler for you automatically. And then when you kind of get the hang of, like, oh, this item seems to be built on all the junglers I play, and this item seems to be built on all of the ADCs I play, you just turn the feature off, and you can mess with their their recommended builds. Yeah. Or, and this is what I did, you just try the... So, you try, like, one of your jungler builds on an ADC and see why it doesn't work. And then, like, oh, this item allowed me to do this thing, like... I, oh, yeah. building slow but, onto my ADC brought my damage down a lot, but I was really useful in this one situation. 
and this situation's happening a lot in this game, so I'm gonna... And you can just, like, but, experiment. But they, like, ingrain the meta into your head by kind of forcing you to play within it. Does that it it'll sense? help, it'll help. Yeah, it's like that. But also, I was thinking more of, like, their popular items page. Where it was just kind of over time, they realized player habits would go to here. Mm. Now that might change. Th- that might change, obviously, as a meta. But a one-time recommended runes runes thing, where you every time you bring up a rune page, it's like, hey, we know you're a tanking engineer. You're not really gonna want. Uh, cr- you're not gonna really want multi hits. So we're gonna highlight anything that gives you glance or HP or deflect critical. So I thought of a thing. You know how before when we used to you know get item drops, they weren't necessarily a support or assault specific item. It was just kind of like a menagerie of stuff. Well, now that problem's kind of been fixed. Items are either built for support or built for assault kind of thing. What if items dropped with runes in them that kind of matched the meta that they were built around? So, like, an item would drop with, like, this is an assault power rune, or this, like, is part of this rune set, but they were nerfed. So if you wanted them to be good, you had to go extract the rune... And then put in a rune, like an actual rune that you They are made. playing with rune extraction right now, too. Yeah. I, I have something to solve all of this. Mm-hmm. If you want to make the game easier on players, get rid of the rune system. Well, but they're never going to do that. I, I, I'm just it, saying, it's I a fucking system. What are you going to do in place of that system? system? Because you're literally taking out a it. lot it of... It is fucking horrible. It is just atrocious. I it, think it, it's, it, its goal it, is it's cool. It's so bad. Its goal is cool. Its goal, I think, is to make playstyles unique. Do I think yeah. it accomplishes that at all? No. I think it's another thing you have to research in order to min-max your character correctly. Uh, and spend tons of plat, tons well, of money trying to, to go through all of that. Like, because of you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely aggravating. Well, I one, fucking it's a, it's hate supposed the to be a, It's supposed to be a gold sink. That's what it's really there for. Yeah. Well, but, even now, even now, unless I find a shitty rune when I'm playing the game as I level, I still don't rune until I hit, hit 50 because yeah. it's just a waste of time. The problem is, though, if you take out the rune system with nothing to replace it, you've homogenized a ton of stuff across the board. Okay. Your, your, your amps can only diversify you so much. Well, I mean, I think the amp system is really diverse as it is, and if they got rid of the rune system, they're not going to have to worry about the amp system dealing with the rune system, which means it simplifies how they're creating the game. Well, what if? And then, okay, this what? is. Not, I'll just say what I. We could probably go into our tinfoil hat theory, but uh, I just want to see what kind of quality life improvements we can talk about that a little bit before we go away. Actually, you wanna, what, what, what could replace the rune system? I mean, like, okay, so when we always talk about when WoW originally started, there wasn't really, hat. there wasn't Put really the a there wasn't really a uh, rune crafting system. Eventually, there became a gem system that you could, which was very similar, but it was basic stuff like this super overly complicated, uh, the super overcomplicatedness of like oh class stuff versus just. Just give me raw stats. Like just, just give me plus two to this, plus three to that. Don't, don't go. Oh, this is the, like they they expanded the system further than what it was. Instead of simplifying the old system, which was, hey, moxie actually means this, grit means this, blah 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 means this. Instead of simplifying it, which is what they were originally going to do, they're like, hey, we're going to simplify this by making it actually mean what it is. And also, we're also going to add 30 other fucking stats to the system. Oh, and by the way, we're also doing the whole entire rune system all over again, so you're going to have to spend all your money over again. It's just like... Hmm. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. I was thinking, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe the rune system may not, may not be perfect. 
I don't mind it as it is. I think it could have QOL improvements that'll make it easier for people to understand what's going on with the rune system. But if but for hypothetically speaking, if we're gonna chuck it out, a fun one would be I would think class customization. So say you get to fifty on your spell slinger, and you know that you have an assault role and you have a support role. Instead of having a rune page or something, you would have a third tab that pops up when you hit fifty and it says class specialization. Kind of like World of Warcraft does it and Rift does it. Yeah, it's a little cookie cutter, but it's immediately recognizable to players. And it allows you to kind of take those same rune ideas and say, well, if you want to be the AoE gunslinger, if you want to be um, like the spray and pray gunslinger, you know, these these kind of rune style add-ons like multi-hit and critical hit, some of them are across the board critical hit, obviously. But if you want to be like the sniper, you want to be the assassin sniper, you would take runes that would normally be assassin runes and it would be in this kind of customization. That way people can go, yeah, we want to bring the player, but also having that diverse class that runs around. Like, if you're in, in Battlegrounds, the rune system's like, oh, he has this much on uh, life hit and whatnot, and this much in this one, but if you're sitting there going, well, shit, we have stalkers, we have three stalkers in this battlefield, you know, we have two tech masters or some shit, like, random made-up name, and, like, two uh, two cyber, cyber assassins or some shit like that, made-up names. God, I think having that kind of deeper... Names. Well, off the fly, they're horrible. Well, you know this already. Give me time, and I come up with amazing stuff. But he'll draw something really pretty. But exactly. coming up with something. But I mean, if you're gonna get rid of the rune system, maybe doing something like class specialization. Right, like I, I said it. before, with past specialization. I got it. I know what's gonna replace the rune system. When you hit level fifty, you get to pick one ability from another class. Oh, oh my god, it's <laughs> dumb as fuck. Uh, 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 uh. I'm this a spell slinger that has leap. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm a spell slinger. Oh, it can't be innates. Can't be innates because I'd be like stealth. Yeah, everybody would pick Oh, yeah. Spellslinger with stealth would be stealth. OP as fuck. Why is everybody Why would... full? Oh, oh my god. god, if I was a medic with stealth, I would have a macro that just says, drop the base, and I unstealth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going into Major Tim Full Hat Theory. We're kind of having fun with the rest of this podcast. We're coming up on an hour. We know that after an hour, you guys kind of tune out. We're going to have a little more fun with our live, our live audience as well. If you want to catch us every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can catch us at twitch.tv slash qtimes. This is Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 70. Say One, bye, 71. Indigo. Goodbye. Say and say bye, Krug. Goodbye, everybody. You, <laughs> this is episode 71. I do apologize. Let me make the correction there. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, you didn't blow your kiss. Thank God. There you go. Why? Why the kiss? It's his, it's, his, it's his stupid signature. I'm, that's if you ever sell a shirt, that's going to be your face on there. <laughs>